1: we seen the end of raw underground we'll talk about it plus a major star of smackdown is returning tonight and we pay tribute to wxw hall of famer carsten beck for friday october the 16th 2020 this is your cultaholic wrestling news we are main eventing November's WrestleCrate with an exclusive Cultaholic T-shirt, one that you cannot get anywhere else, not even at CultaholicShop.com. Enter the code Cultaholic when you sign up at WrestleCrate.co.uk. Also to get a free autograph bundle inside your first mystery box from 11 Details at WrestleCrate.co.uk.
0: Welcome, everyone, to Raw Underground, where there are very little rules lots of excitement, carnage, chaos, and quite frankly, lots of things that I personally would like to see.
1: Shane McMahon's vision, maybe no more. That sounds like he's gone blind. You, you get the idea. Raw Underground hasn't been on for a couple of weeks. It's gone very quiet since the, the company established its home at the WWE Thunderdome. And it looks as if we may not see it again. This comes from the Wrestling Observer newsletter. Dave Meltzer this morning reporting, quote, Raw Underground for right now is considered done. Uh, First, it was dropped because of the COVID breakout and fear the extras who are in the crowd may have been exposed. So it was shut down a few weeks ago. But almost everyone who was part of that breakup is now back. Then again, most were back either this week or last. And this week with the draft, it wouldn't have fit as easily. There was a fear that bringing all those people, both the wrestlers and the people they use as audience, to Raw tapings could start a spread to the Raw roster. And the idea is to keep NXT talent away from Raw and SmackDown talent as much as possible. So that could be the death knell for Raw Underground. And... I'm kind of glad, to be honest. As an experiment, I like trying new things. But once we saw Dabba get beaten up by Braun Strowman in the last Raw Underground, that kind of sealed the deal for me, really. Because if this... Whole exercise wasn't to try and establish some new stars. What is the point in even doing it? It's it really lacked a direction, it really lacked an identity, and it looks as if it could be gone altogether. Dabakato and Arturo Ruas. Who were both stars made? Well, I say made, I put it in speech marks uh, through Raw Underground. We were introduced to them proper through Raw Underground, uh, both on the Monday Night Raw roster. So chances are uh, we will see them getting into the mix in a regular wrestling setting as opposed to sort of Shane McMahon's version of Blood Sports. So if you enjoyed Raw Underground, I'm sorry to break that news to you this morning that it looks as if it's done and dusted. <laughs> The season premiere of SmackDown is tonight and it involves a major return to the ring as we welcome Daniel Bryan back to WWE television. First time we've seen Daniel Bryan since June as he and his wife Brie welcomed their second child, a boy named Buddy Danielson. Back in August, he hasn't made an in-ring appearance since June. There was stuff that he was doing with Drew Gulak that seemed to be going somewhere, and then it just kind of stopped. Uh, and we said so we don't know whether or not that'll be picked up. We know that Gulak is onto other things now, so chances are Daniel Bryan will have a brand new rivalry to to kick off once he returns. I'd like to see him in there with Roman Reigns. I feel like you could run some stuff with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan between November and February in the sort of run-up to WrestleMania and seeing you through to the Royal Rumble. I think that would be a strong fit. Well, we'll see what happens with Daniel Bryan tonight on SmackDown. Also tonight is the farewell of the new day. Yes, it is. Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods teaming up for the last time against Seamus, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in a six-man tag. Also, Jeff Hardy, is facing Lars Sullivan one-on-one and Roman Reigns faces Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. We'll break down everything that goes down on SmackDown on SmackDown Graded. It's Sam Driver and you tomorrow on the Coldaholic YouTube channel going through everything that went down on Friday Night SmackDown season premiere.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring.
1: We saw some interesting moving and shaking as a result of the WWE draft over the past week or so. And Dave Meltzer's shed a little bit of light on some of the movement as to uh, as pertaining to some of the new SmackDown stars, including the reason why the New Day has been split up. Meltzer says that the idea right now is to get Big E away from the act and make him a more serious singles uh star in line to push him as a a big singles wrestler one would suspect says dave he is getting a major singles push which was talked about weeks ago and somewhat started and get him out of the comedic mode Uh, also seth rollins and the mysterio family being moved to smackdown was an interesting choice And in the Observer, Dave says there was an unmistakable series of trades of people of similar level. But the key take is what appeared to be the company's three hottest acts. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, the Mysterio family and Seth Rollins and Murphy and Bailey and Sasha Banks going to Smackdown. Uh, It was noted to us says Dave Meltzer by one key person in WWE that having the three big angles all on SmackDown was on purpose because Raw is a lock on USA no matter what because they need the show or USA Network collapses in the ratings. Fox doesn't need SmackDown. Fox is heavily into sport and sports rights are escalating and the feeling is that niche sports and SmackDown on Fox could qualify as that and it would be in trouble as far as being able to land a good deal. SmackDown will be fine with the current numbers in two years, but if they drop a little bit every year, that wouldn't be as good. So uh, with the escalating rights fees for Uh, NFL and the NBA uh, expected in the next couple of years. It looks like more niche sports could be binned off by Fox. So WWE want to give them as few reasons as possible to be binned off. Uh, Despite uh, the movement of the New Day and despite the movement of Rollins and Mysterio, there are no plans uh, to split up the Usos. You may have noticed that there wasn't much in the way of movement for uh, the Usos, with the exception of Naomi moving to Raw. Uh, Meltzer says Naomi is married to Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso is on SmackDown. Basically, they either have to break up the team or split up the relationship. Jimmy Uso was not talked about during due to being out of action several months more after reconstructive knee surgery, and he should be returning between November and January, so it's not that long. We are told the plan is not to split up the team. Having couples on different brands isn't as big a deal as it once was, since talent only works one day a week. But at some point, if that could change, even if they never go back to a four-show-a-week schedule for most talent like as in the past. So no plans to. the usos up at this time future plans for the cruiserweight championship seem to be coming to light following the return to wwe television of jordan devlin so devlin appeared on nxt uk in a pre-taped video holding the cruiserweight championship claiming to be the one cruiserweight champion and setting his sights on santos escobar so we haven't seen anything from jordan devlin since allegations were made during the speaking out movement wwe issued a statement back then saying they're taking any allegation of this nature very seriously and looking into the matter this led to jordan devlin uh, being taken off of television also posting a statement on twitter and denying the allegation but regardless being taken away from tv it was also during that time that we saw the likes of Travis Banks, Lagero, and Jack Gallagher be released by WWE following allegations made towards them. So all this has now passed. Jordan Devlin has returned to television, and it looks as if we're heading towards a battle to determine the Cruiserweight champion as... Santos Escobar has the rights to be the champion and he's uh, he's shot back at Jordan Devlin on Twitter. So I guess that we're building towards that. We don't know when that will happen though because at the moment, travel uh, internationally is very, very scarce. In some places, not happening at all. We know that quite a few places in the UK are going into tier two and tier three lockdowns. And we know as well that when you travel to the States, there's a two week incubation period when you get there. So we don't know when we're going to have this Cruiserweight Championship unification match, but we certainly seem to be building towards it. Another champion that's in somewhat of a state of flux is Finn Balor. Now, according to Fightful, WWE are now looking at options as it pertains to Finn Balor's NXT Championship reign. He had his jaw broken at TakeOver 31. He's had surgery now, and they are assessing how he goes over the next couple of weeks. There have been pitches backstage for possible storylines for, quote, the worst case scenario situations which suggests that they are bracing themselves for the event that Finn Balor is unable to return in a timely manner. It would be devastating if they end up having to once again vacate the NXT Championship. It would just be a, just a tough order for WWE at this point congratulations to Bailey who has topped the pro wrestling Illustrated women's 100 list so they evaluated wrestlers from the 1st of October to, of last year to September the 30th of this year and thanks to Pro Wrestling Illustrated and Bell to Bells uh, for sharing with us the top 10. Number 10, uh, Mayu Iwatani getting in there. Number nine, Io Shirai from NXT. Riho, the first AEW Women's Champions there at number eight. Tessa Blanchard, the uh, former Impact World Champion. Quite a controversial year for Tessa Blanchard, but she makes it into number seven. At number six, Hikaru Shida, the reigning AEW Women's Champion uh, has made the list there. Sasha Banks in at number five. Five getting ready for a huge blow off feud uh, coming WrestleMania season. Uh, number four, Charlotte Flair. Not seen much from Charlotte since Takeover in Your House. Uh, she's uh, had gone to have surgery. She is making a return possibly early next year by the looks of things right now. Uh, Asuka, the reigning Raw Women's Champion, in at number three. Uh, the woman who bequeathed her the belt, Becky Lynch, in at number two, who had a huge uh, year up until, of course, stepping away from wrestling to go become the mum. Uh, nothing but love to Becky Lynch. And at number one, Bayley, the reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, topping out the PWI Women's 100. The full list uh, is available from newsstands stands now. We talked yesterday about the collective weekend put on by Game Changer Wrestling and how there's there was a talent that tested positive for COVID-19. And consequently, we've seen other talent from that weekend come forward and also test positive for COVID. And with that in mind, Ring of Honor have made the decision that a number of talents who were in contact with those testing positive at the collective weekend would now not be a part of the tapings this month. Joe Coff made a statement to the Wrestling Observer saying, while Ring of Honor does not publicly discuss specific internal decisions, Ring of Honor is taking every measure to preserve the integrity of its rigorous health and safety protocol for the upcoming tapings. ROH have some of the strictest uh, protocols for COVID-19 testing, I think, above anybody else on the wrestling circuit. So they are obviously taking it very carefully. So anybody that was involved in matches with other wrestlers who tested positive at the collective weekend now aren't part of the taping. So this was always going to be the issue with uh, GCW's The Collective. And I loved the whole weekend. Just an amazing showing of, of phenomenal independent wrestling. But when we live in a time of a pandemic, if just one person tests positive, you're looking at a hundred plus wrestlers who are going to be affected by that. The collective issued a statement following the event, encouraging all who attended from the wrestlers to the fans to get tests done, to check
0: they weren't affected. Welcome to Backstasy Live Championship Edition. At the end of the day, Carsten Beck can get the crowd as riled
1: up as Will Ospreay, although they have very, very different skill
0: sets. Come on, wenn ich was möchte, dann nehme ich's mir. Just like that. Carsten Beck, good wrestler, great cheater. Yeah. He's not kissing the ref, I guess. What? What was that? He clapped his hands and went down. What was the that? Ball. Nein! Nein! Das. Willkommen zu einer Reise durch den seriösen, professionellen And Und dazu schaut mich an. Muskeln. Muskeln. Package. Aber jetzt freue ich mich auch auf Januar. Echt. <lacht> auf die Performance. Vince Russo sagte mir damals, Leute, wieso sucht ihr denn nach dem Geil? Ihr habt den Geil, der steht direkt vor euch, Carsten Beck ist euer Aushängeschild. Hat das Referee Shirt an und jetzt legt das, nicht genüsslich. Nein. das darf ich genüsslich ein. Bitte kommt nicht. doch hier Nein. jemand! Nein. Oh Gott! Oh, oh Gott. Gott! Oh Gott! Was soll das? Oh Gott. Gott. Der Power Driver hat jedes Match beendet, von Colt Cabana bis Rhino bis AJ Styles. Jeden hat er besiegt. Alte Leute, mit denen hast du es hier bewiesen, dass du mit dem Besten der Welt mithalten kannst. Und das du hast. Ich habe wirklich alles getan, was in meiner Möglichkeit stand, um heute hier meine Weltmeisterschaft verteidigen zu können. Die Ärzte und das Office sich darauf geeinigt haben, mir keine Freigabe zu erteilen.
1: And finally, we pay homage to former WXW champion Carsten Beck, who passed away on Thursday morning following a lengthy battle with brain cancer. Uh, WXW put out the statement saying, We say farewell to Hall of Fame at Wrestler, a unified world wrestling champion, a World Triangle League winner, our director of sports, our colleague, our companion, our friend. We wish Carsten's family and Ruth... And all those that have walked along with Carsten until the very end, all the strength in the world. We miss you, Carsten. Carsten Beck, taken away from us at the age of 31. It is no age at all. He began his career back in 2006, and he was wrestling. He was just a major part of WXW. If you came through Germany, you would have had a run-in with Carsten Beck, one of the great heels in WXW as well. Nobody could rile up a crowd like Carsten Beck. And you don't need to know the language to to truly appreciate the craft that Carsten Beck did. And like the interactions he had, not just with the fans, but with wrestlers from around the world as well. There's a a great match that he had with El Generico uh, from a few years back. He was in cahoots with Vince Russo when Russo came to WXW. So If you want to heal, hang out with Vince Russo for a little while. Uh, He got diagnosed with a brain tumor in 2016 and he stepped away from the ring. Uh, He uh, made a triumphant return. Uh, uh, however it wasn't to be as a result of further surgery being required in 2017 uh, his plans to return to the ring were halted due to doctors finding a routine checkup that his tumor was growing again he would uh, play an on-screen role as well uh, but he would never wrestle again and we unfortunately got the news that we lost him this past week We here at Cultaholic send nothing but love and respect to the friends and family of the great Carsten Beck. For Friday, October the 16th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion
1: without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.